that doesn't that's what doesn't make sense to me you're gonna make up your mind now i just i just think it's a little dumb it pisses me off that he does no 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 this is different it's definitely different really on my nerves right now you're listening to the loose change podcast with your hosts nick waglia and jaris galley Couch Cut Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode number 66. Uh, what's up, guys? I mean, this is this is this is the first time that you know we haven't had a guest on in a few weeks. But I was telling Jared before, sometimes it's nice to not have a guest on the show. And we love having guests, but sometimes it's it's nice just to just to kind of chill and just get the boys on the show. He sees that because he says that because we don't have a guest. Yeah, whatever. I might be. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. So we got me. We got Jared. We got producer Patty P, who just got his dinner delivered to his house. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, let's get this. Let's get this little ball rolling here, shall we? So, obviously, you're gonna lead it off with the weekly dump. Weekly dump. Hottest topics of the week. Uh, we got a fuck ton of them. We got a list of them. Uh, number one. Least shocking thing I wrote about CouchGuysSports.com today. Adam Pacman Jones gets into a fist fight at an Atlanta airport with an airport an airport employee uh, earlier today. Again, least shocking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's Adam Pacman Jones. I expect this kind of thing out of him. I kind of also remember this, but I don't at the same time. I guess he no longer plays for the Bengals and he doesn't play football anymore. He's retired, right? I, I yeah, it, it, that sounds familiar for whatever reason. Is he officially but, retired, or is he just like beating people up on the side and waiting to come back? He must, dude. He must be because like all the reports I was seeing today was like ex Bengals cornerback, and I was like, oh, well, okay, didn't ex Bengals is different than like ex NFL. Well, yeah, I know, but who? I don't think he's been picked up by anybody. Uh, well, I'm saying I don't think he officially like did he file his papers. I'm saying like is he a retired guy? Player? Guy, I don't know. Uh, Lashawn McCoy gets accused by his, I'm guessing ex girlfriend at this point, his ex girlfriend's best friend. Uh, of beating the crap out of her, out of beating. Sorry, live streamers. I'm gonna try to fix up this camera real quick. Boop, boop, boop. Um, beating up his girlfriend, son, and dog. And the dog apparently was beaten up until the thing, the poor thing, had kidney failure. His, she said in this big long Instagram post that uh, Shady McCoy was like would beat his son for like small things like peeing the bed. And then the picture she posted of the girl, the girlfriend was mutilating it was he if if that's true if it's true he beat the shit out of her do you think it's true i don't know he quickly he, 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 he lawyered up today though he lawyered up today yeah he did and and this is gonna sound shitty but something that the me too movement taught me was that people will lie about these things if need be people will lie about these things oh of course they always because lie. Because we knew a couple, we we heard about it a couple times when when there are just people who are who would just come out and say like, oh, this person sexually assaulted me, and then they figure out and they'd be like, that you've never talked to that person in your life. Like, Not what are you mention, talking about? Just because he got a lawyer doesn't mean he's guilty. OJ got a lawyer. That's true. That's true. But don't go down the OJ rabbit hole right now. Yeah, we're not producer we're not. Patty P. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like it's it's tough to say. And I wrote the, I wrote it in the blog too. Like, I don't want to say that this guy did this, and that I don't want to like I don't want to come out and be like, oh, Shady McCoy is a woman beater. B- 
because you just don't know. And that's a sh- that's a shitty thing to put on somebody. Just like shitty, shitty nickname to have right now. Shady McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and it's like. It's like. It's like the Hanley Ramirez thing. I wrote that in the Hanley blog, too. Like, you can't criticize this guy and call this call Hanley Ramirez like a drug lord because you, we don't know the facts. And it, as it turns out, he just wasn't a part of that at all. It was just his best friend being a fucking moron. Yeah. I know so, Hanley. I don't think I'm going to get in trouble now. I'll just say Hanley did it. Yeah. So it's like, it's tough, man. You can't you can't just dive into this and be like, Shady McCoy's a one-beater. Uh, both the Yankees and the Brewers have made offers to make a trade for Manny Machado from the Orioles. The Red Sox have reportedly also placed a call about him as well. Uh, we'll talk about more about Manny Machado and the Orioles trade bait later. The finals for the World Cup is set for Croatia. Do you do you pay? You're a soccer guy, right? Yeah, a little bit. What the fuck is Croatia doing in the World Cup? I don't know. They, they, they had a they, they weren't supposed to even come close to this point. <laughs> like, were they good? I don't no. get. I don't know anything about soccer, but like Croatia, I thought for sure England was gonna well, was gonna that, win it. This makes the England choke job that much better if you don't support England soccer. Because Nick, I don't know if you know this, but it's been pretty publicized. Like England has a history of just puking on themselves on the big stage when it comes to like national soccer or football sorry um shout out so, to soccer so we're, like, in, we're get, in america this is an american podcast and shout out to our foreign listeners by the way i checked the stats recently we've yeah. got listeners to foreign countries but and no offense to you guys this is recording in america so we're calling it soccer bitches but we still love you and appreciate you for everything and all the hard work that you do with your families and we're still a little bitter because we don't have our team in the we didn't have our team in the world cup yeah. um a little bitter. Jared's a little bitter. I genuinely, I well, okay, no, you was like, no, oh, the U.S. Uh, didn't you, make the world. Somebody didn't. Somebody was like, oh, the U.S. didn't make the World Cup, and I was like, dude, fucking baseball's on in the summertime. <laughs> you, <laughs> damn. You, you love when you can get extra patriotic every four years. Come on now. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the classic douche when like when I can get patriotic, you I go, will get, you get patriotic. patriotic. Yeah, but but I'm saying like that would have been cool, but when they didn't make it, I was like. I, Okay, well, that sucks. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so England usually chokes on themselves, and the fact that they had, they had a 1-0 lead at the beginning of that game, and they choked it away again to a team that shouldn't even be there. France and Croatia is your final in the in the uh, World Cup, and no one, no one probably would have guessed that. France should win, no problem. I'm praying that Croatia wins just because Croatia's not supposed to win that. And you know... You they know, weren't supposed to get out of group play. Yeah, and you know some schmuck. I don't even know what that means. You know some schmuck was like, you know what? He You're was drunk in Vegas one night. Play me. No, some some schmuck in Vegas probably showed up one night. He was hammered. He was like, I'm going to throw 20 bucks on Croatia. That thing's probably going to turn to like $1,000. Just for the fact that they're even in the finals. I w- I'm going to look up the odds for Croatia while you keep talking and taking your weekly dump here. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to mix in some pop, some pop culture news. We never talk pop culture, but I was like, it's the weekly dump. What do you do when you're... What do you do? I got to fly in my room. What do you do when you this fucking bitch ass fly? What do you do when you're on the, the toilet? You're scrolling through Twitter and you're learning about things that you don't really care about. But shout out George Clooney. George Clooney crashes motor scooter in Italy going about 65 miles an hour. Shout out Italy motor scooters because our mopeds only go about 30 miles an hour and their mopeds apparently go 65 miles an hour. You can well, haul with those that's things. The, that's their like primary transportation. Yeah. He is okay. He went about 10 feet up in the air. I watched the video. As a motorcycle rider, pretty scary. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories. Kylie Jenner, she took her lip fillers out. She looks like a normal person now. And I kind of like, 
I kind of like her now. Yeah, it's a little better. It helps. I kind of like appreciate her. I'm like, you might be a real person. She, um, she, I think I saw somewhere say that her net worth is more than uh, Chloe now. Dude, something like net, that. She's almost at billion. Isn't that insane? She's she's what 20, 21? I feel, like I, I feel like I work in my life like six times, if not more, harder than she does. And she's almost worth a billion dollars at 21 or 20 or the whole yeah. world she is. Imagine having that money at that age. Like, you can never spend a billion dollars. You just can't. Like, I if don't she, get it. If she wanted to, she could not spend a billion dollars in her lifetime. It's, you um, wouldn't have enough room to put the shit that you're buying. I don't know how she would even, like, think about spending that much money. Like, it's insane. Yeah, you can't. Uh Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber are engaged after like a month of dating. Uh, I, Justin Bieber was just dating Selena Gomez again. Uh, and you know what? Shout out Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is my number one crush in Hollywood. And this poor girl, man. I wanted her to end up with Biebs. Actually, fuck that. I kind of wanted her to end up with Biebs because it seems like, it just seemed like that thing was meant to be. And then all of a sudden, Justin Bieber flips the switch, starts marries Haley Baldwin who which I just learned 2 days ago isn't the son of any of the Baldwin brothers so that also threw me for a loop. <laughs> uh Ken, did I say son? I'm a daughter. Ken Giles has been optioned by the Astros after losing his shit last night on AJ Hinch who's the manager of the Astros and, and saying fuck you to him when he took him out of the game. So he was an option today. Uh Ken Giles recently one of the best closers in baseball. That's like if next year Craig Kimbrell got optioned by Alex Cora because he lost his shit. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns looks uh, looks like he's going to be getting a max contract extension off of his rookie deal. And then some interesting news. Uh, Brandon Browner, Super Bowl champion with the Seahawks and the Patriots, has been charged with attempted murder as well as robbery, burglary, and false imprisonment after breaking into his ex-girlfriend's home in California, uh, stealing like a Rolex and like $20,000 worth of shit. So Brandon Browner apparently on the downside, not hey, doing remember, great. Remember that time when we all wanted him to stay when uh... – when Revis left and Belichick said, nah, we're good. Dude, Belichick, man, like no matter how many times that you doubt this guy, he will come through and he will just make a ridiculous trade that it's going to make you scratch your head. Then you're like, oh, you know what? He was actually fucking right because he's Bill Belichick. All right. That was it for the weekly dump. Transition music. You got something? Croatia plus 3,500 to win. Plus 3,500. What does that mean? Like how much money would you have won? Not a gambling man this is you man yeah but plus 3500 that's a big number yeah so put down 100 you win what 35,000 i don't think that's uh maybe i don't know i don't know how it works all right you just throw money down when you're drunk and hope you win something i do that way too that's much. the nick quags gambling strategy dude i remember i remember one night i was it might have been on my birthday night it was my birthday night we were at toby keith's the bruins were playing the canucks I oh, think I you blew a lot of money that night. Oh man. And the spread was like a goal and a half in the Bruins favor. And I was like, dude, the Bruins are going to win this game by like three goals. What do you, <laughs> what the fuck? There's no way they don't win this game by three goals, right? Shut up. I'm going to put the money down on this game. There's no way that they don't win this game by three goals. Guys, I'm I feeling good. Down. I I'm having some whiskey tonight, man. I feel phenomenal. I put... So do the Bruins. Yeah, go Woo! I put the money down, looked up at the TV like 25 minutes later, Bruins were losing like 3 nothing. <laughs> it, was, it was, it didn't ruin my birthday because I was wasted. Everybody I was with was wasted. It was actually a great time, but it was a fucking nightmare. Lauren was there too. Yeah, I was, the one, was, that there. Wasn't, I was the one that wasn't there. 
Yeah, you bitched out because, oh, it's snowing. I'm from New Hampshire and I can't handle the snow. Okay, you live like two hours away. I live more north. I handle snow better than you do. Dude, no, apparently not. You couldn't make it down. No, You live like two hours away. It was Foxborough. It was outside of Gillette Stadium. Yeah, so like an hour and change. Hour and change. I live right near Foxborough Stadium, you ass clown. We're like 30 minutes away. And I stayed in a hotel that night anyway in Patriot Place. I probably would have ended up on your floor that night. If you I can. probably just saying. All right. Uh, first topic of the night, Manny Machado, Red Sox trade deadline. Kind of mixing them in both here. So the first part of this whole conundrum right now in the MLB is Manny Machado is obviously the biggest piece of trade bait on the market. Uh, he's got one. This is his last year on his deal. I don't know if he's the one who said it, but the rumors came out today that he's absolutely eyeing the Yankees in free agency. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think we did yeah. that at the beginning. So he'll end up, he'll most likely end up with the Yankees next year, which sucks uh, because the Yankees are going to legitimately, like we thought the Yankees were going to be unstoppable this year. If they had Manny Machado, who's sitting over 300 and has over. You're going to have, no, you're going to have to get Bryce Harper if you're the Red Sox. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to, but like, he's not even hitting that well. He's hitting like no, 220 right now. I consider down here. I don't, I don't think he wants to be in Washington. The team sucks. Like I, I, and put him in a smaller ballpark. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he, dude, he's his numbers can when only he go hits up. A, when he hits a bomb, though, he hits a bomb. This is true. It goes out of most ballparks when Bryce Harper makes solid contact. Look, I would love for the Red Sox to be in on Manny Machado, have him for half a year, and maybe hopefully convince him in that time. No, you're not going to convince him. He's going to the Yankees. He wants to go to the Yankees. And this isn't like a Kawhi Leonard situation where you have time to turn it around. You have, you, a, few you, months. You have a few months, and that's it. And when you're playing against the team in the Yankees, even if you win the division and you have Machado, what if you lose in the playoffs again And because you, your pitching can't handle the spotlight and the Yankees go on and do something again like they did last year? Of course he's going to want to go there. He wants to go there. He wants to play with Judge. He wants to play with Stanton. He wants to play in the big city. That's what he's wanted the whole time. As, as he's been rumored to go there for like years As now. soon as the Orioles became trash again, that's where he was on. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been wanting this for years now. I mean, this is this has been the rumor. But like, what are the Red Sox? If the Red Sox were to be in on him, like, what are they going to have to give up? It's, it's like Jackie Bradley. It's Weihard. It's it's maybe Bogarts. It's, it's yeah, but so far, I don't know if they they wouldn't. I don't think they would give up somebody like Bogarts. No, they, because only because Bogarts. It's, I don't even think the Orioles would want him because Bogarts is also going to be up for a deal in a few years. So it's not like that's going to be a long term thing for them. But but. Here's another thing, though. Like, where the fuck are you going to play Machado if you were to trade for him? You would have to put him at third base. You can't. He's been playing shortstop all year. You'd have to put him at third base, yep. which he's played, obviously, most of his career, except for this year. But, but he also like, said he wants to play shortstop. And if you don't have a space for him to do that, you're even more likely to lose him. I mean, the Yankees have Didi. Machado. Can, I think if, you could easier move easily move Didi to second and let Machado play short. Or... Do you, I, I personally think Machado probably gives his whole fit up about playing shortstop if it's for the Yankees. So he'll probably just go play yeah. for the Yankees. He's he's going to be a New York Yankee, and it's going to be fucking disgusting. Like and it'll be a third bit. Yeah, it, they're going to win 150 games. They might this year because the league's so bad. Yeah, yeah, no, legit. But the Red Sox, like, they just don't have the the capital that's trading for him uh, that you can trade for him that would really be worth it. Like, if this is a few years ago, and I don't like, I love these moves, like. People like to shit on Dave Dombrowski sometimes for trading away the farm system. 
Listen, you clowns. You have Chris Sale on your team because of that that move. Like, he traded away Mankata. You have Mankata. Craig Kimbrell. You have, you have Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell because he traded these people away. And you have Drew Pomerantz because he traded away these people. You yeah. know Drew Pomerantz? Did you see this? Did you see the starts that he had last year? Did you see the starts that he had last year? He was unbelievable. Also, people, people are also idiots, and I'm, and this is the nicest way possible to say it. You are all idiots, most of you, because people are like, oh, well, you know what? You you gave up Moncada or you, you traded for Chris Sale. A lot of people thought Benintendi was the one that was going to get traded. A lot of people wanted Moncada yeah. here and not Benintendi. Look how well that worked out, people. Moncada's pitting, playing like crap and can't stay on the field in Chicago, and you have a guy who should be in the All-Star game already and a guy in Benintendi who's going to be here for a long time. Dude, I remember that. I remember that because I was one of those people who was like, get rid of Andrew Benatendi. Who is this Same guy? Piece. He's playing in double A. He's piece. playing in double A ball. Who gives a shit about this center fielder in double A ball? Trade him off. You know, Yoan Mankata, this guy's coming up and he's going to be a stud. Hell, we have Ruzne Castillo. We have Ruzne Castillo. This guy, he's going to pan, pan out one day. Don't you worry about him. He's going to pan out one day. And look what happened. Now we've got Benatendi in left. we got JBJ in center, which... I would love if they gave Castillo another shot in center field. Uh, Conversation for different At at this point, what else would you do with that? But anyway, there's really nothing that you could trade for Machado that would be worthwhile. I would love if they got him. I don't know if I would love what they gave up for him because it probably have to be a guy in a starting role because Blake Swihart's really, he's hitting below 200. Like you're not going to get a guy like Machado for that. The the problem is now too, you can't deal Swihart. Because Vasquez is out six to eight weeks. Yeah, no, that's true. Unless yeah, you're you getting a catcher you back. Double. Unless you're getting someone who can catch back, you, you can't do it now because... Yeah, but Sandy's a, Sandy's a workhorse. Sandy will catch for eight straight weeks. Have you seen those thick thighs? Yeah. You ever yeah. see those thick with two C thighs, three not Cs? As, not Sandy Leon. Not as thick as Yabo Selly's back end, man. <laughs> Yabo's got a peach. <laughs> Dancing Baron Yabo, knows what he's Yabo doing. has some buns, baby. But Sandy Leon, hey, thickest player in the MLB. Sup, Sandy, baby. But, yeah, there's just like, you can't do it. You can't make any trades for Machado. There's just nothing that you would do. You would have, it would have to be, this isn't worth anything in baseball, but it would have to be draft pick heavy, too. Like, it's just, you don't have, it would be Michael Chavis, and it would be because he just came back from suspension. And then. I think Sam Travis might be involved in a deal like that. Sam Travis, but again, I just don't think that does it. Like, you're yeah. going to have to get top-end prospects for this guy. This is the kind of guy that you would trade Yoan Mankata for because he would be an infielder. Yep. Yoan Mankata would be coming up ready to play third base. But now, right? you're trusting, but yeah, but now that you're trusting Devers, it's not worth it. Because yeah, you exactly. were clearly all in on Devers. You want him to be here in your third baseman long term. You guys clearly want Bogarts as your shortstop. As much as I would love Mankata, it really just doesn't make sense. Machado. This, this, te- this team needs... Machado, bitch. Bullpen. It does need bullpen. Dude, sick transition. Needs bullpen. Nice, nice little transition. What does it need? Bullpen. One more it time. Needs, it needs Zach Britton. Wait, say it again. Bullpen. So, um, I'm having a tough time. What, what'd you say? Bullpen. As in relief pitchers? Relief pitching. Yes. Uh, you, you, know, you know, Nick, those guys that actually help the starters when they suck? Yes, the because who, they do game not. Good. Yeah, those guys. They, they do not have anybody ahead of Craig Kimbrell that I 100% trust. They I, just don't. I don't trust you, anyone about Craig Kimbrell. I trust Craig Kimbrell, and even he blows it sometimes. I trust, I trust Craig Kimbrell. I trust Craig Kimbrell. Uh, I mean, Joe Kelly. 
Oh, also the guy named Craig Kimbrell. I trust him. Craig Kimbrell, Craig Kimbrell. Uh, Is it Kimbrell Craig or Craig Kimbrell? That guy, too, I trust they have, him. Yeah, they have a guy with the last name Kimbrell in the bullpen. Kimbrell, Kimbrell, I trust him. Kimbrell, first name Craig. I trust him. I trust that guy. Also, though, Craig Kimbrell. I trust that guy. Yeah, I agree with you there. Craig Kimbrell. Okay, I, yeah, I, I trust him. I trust him. I forgot I about trust, Craig Kimbrell. If you didn't, don't forget about Craig it's, Kimbrell. Dude, it's crazy. It's Craig Kimbrell, and that's it. Although, 2013's Colin. Ring, ring, ring. Sup, 2013. Brandon Workman's back in business. Brandon, oh. Brandon, Brandon Workman, man. That guy pitched his balls off of 2013. He was one of the reasons they won the World Series in 2013. People forget that. And then he disappeared. <laughs> that's years. the thing. like, I feel like he kind of got screwed because he got hurt. That was a big part of it. And then last year he came back in the end of the year and was a workhorse at the end of the year. Right? He came back, pitched us last end of last season and was fine. And then this year just kind of got thrown back to the Myers. And it's like, wait, you don't have relief. <laughs> why can't you let Workman pitch? He earned it last year. And then he did well in spring. And I'm like, wait, why are you putting <laughs> work- just didn't why, you send- <laughs> why are you sending Workman back to Pawtucket? He's better than your entire bullpen, except for that guy named Craig Kimbrell. They just, him- they like, just they, didn't want him up. They trusted Matt Barnes more than Brandon Workman. They still do. So, okay, so let's talk about this. So, Zach Britton, Baltimore Orioles. All in. Give it to me. What's tricky is the Orioles said, or there was a report out there that the Orioles might want to package Britton and Machado so they get more of a return. Nobody's going to pay that much for two well, rentals. And they're both rentals. Why would two they do that? Rentals? No, they you're not going to. They, they would be better off making two separate deals, not because I want them to, because that would benefit us. But, like, they're better off splitting them up. Two separate deals, get some top, get a top prospect from one, get a top prospect from the other team, a.k.a. the Yankees, from Machado when that happens. And, and you move on. Because I think the Yankees will get him after the All-Star break. It would happen sooner if the All-Star break wasn't in the middle here. But Machado's going to be a Yankee by the time the deadline comes around. And I think Zach Britton has a really good shot of being a member of the Red Sox. Because <laughs> that confidence. And that's, the Red Sox are more interested in Britton, too. That's also been that, another that report. Yep. And I think Zach Britton is exactly what you need. I don't care if he's a rental. You want to win now. This team is built to win right now. You give up eighth something setup guy. to give you an eighth inning setup guy. He's, he's someone I trust. He's someone who's done it before. He's closed games. He wins games. He was there when the Orioles were really good in winning games. He was. Him, you remember that? Remember two years ago when people were talking about him winning the Cy Young? He's the reliever. Yeah. No. And he, I, he I was, was there like, closer. I was should have gotten it. I agreed. Like, I thought he should have won the Cy Young Award. He was unbelievable. I, it might have even been last year. Last year, two years ago, he was. It was two years ago, I think. Yeah, he was un. Yeah. He was unbelievable two years ago, and the guy, and he still pitches his balls off. He's still a great pitcher. I mean, it's just, it's Crappy you're gonna teams don't need closers. They don't need. Huh? Them. Crappy teams do not need closers. There's no need. No. So they'll. He's a rental. They'll deal him off somewhere. He'll end up with a different team. He's a perfect eighth inning setup guy in front of Craig Kimbrell. And if Kimbrell needs a nine off, you have another closer in him. And then that leaves room for Tyler Thornburg to still work and get better, which fuck the people who are mad at Tyler Thornburg for not being that good right now. The guy's missed over a year. Almost two years now. What did yeah, what did you expect? What did you expect him to do? Come back and then be one of the best pitchers in the league? No. You didn't you don't expect him to be back into the shape that he was when he was when he was out. You expect him to come back and struggle a little bit, which he has. But fuck it. That guy's on your roster. Hopefully he'll be better. Something else that I think this Zach Britton move does, it takes Joe Kelly and puts him into more of the role that I think that he should have. Long relief pitcher. Or even sixth or seventh inning guy. 
just not That's high right. well, pressure situations. Well, not well. Like, six, I still think he's a one. Seven. Yeah, I still think he's a one inning guy, but it's lower. It's lower leverage, lower pressure situation. I don't trust Joe Kelly on the road in the eighth inning, to, to, like at all. I, I, I barely, I barely trust him at home because you, you just love Joe Kelly. I but love Joe Kelly. I would, his name's not Craig Kimbrell. I, I don't trust him. Shit out of that man. Well, you can, you can join the Fight Club then. Um, look. <laughs> Sixth inning, seventh inning, low lever situation. I am all in with Joe Kelly. That's fine. He can handle it. But give me, give me Zach Britton. Give me somebody like that who can come in, who is who can close. I would love for them to find one of these crappy teams, even if it's not the Orioles, and just pluck their closer off of that team, right? Because listen, then you're get, getting a closer for the eighth inning. Listen, you roll through a playoff game. Just imagine the scenario. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, Jared. I'm, Close your I'm, eyes. I'll do it because I love you. Close your eyes. I'm listening. Here we go. Red Sox, Yankees. Mm-hmm. Fenway Park, ALCS, mm-hmm. Game Six. Beautiful Chris training. Sale. Chris Ooh. Sale. Pitches six solid innings. Strikes Got out. out eleven. Got out. Six full innings. Okay. Inning seven. Joe Kelly comes in. I'd break. Oh, How many pitches though? How many pitches though? Chris Sale could come back out. Chris, no, you got You got to leave him be for Game Seven. Oh, I don't trust the bullpen. This is not good. Okay. You got to leave him be for Game Seven. Joe Kelly I'm, I'm comes in. From- Gets through the inning. Fights through it. Gets through the inning. Okay. Fight, fist the, fights Tyler, Tyler Austin. They don't eject him. He still plays in the game. Love that. What's the score? What do we got? The score is 2-1 to one Boston. Love it. Close game. Eighth inning. Yep. Zach Britton comes out. Ooh. Mows him down. Chills. Hello. Ninth inning. Red Sox don't do shit in the eighth inning. Ninth inning comes around. Oh, that, Craig guy, named, that guy named Craig. That guy named Craig. I trust comes him. Comes out of the good. bullpen. Game's over. Mows him down. Game's over. That. Is uh, you get an erection. That I got one. Is a hell of a back three in your bullpen. See, that's where uh, I tra- that is where I trust Joe Kelly. In that beautiful, in beautiful scenario, seventh inning, sixth inning, if you need him, no later than that. And and we're gonna talk about this more, but it's just it just goes based back to like the Red Sox not getting the credit they deserve because this offense I don't really think even needs that much help, but. Next topic, real quick. Well, I think Scott, P- Scott Pierce was a good. I think Scott Pierce was a good addition for the help. We'll talk about that in a sec. Marcus Smart talking Celtics real quick. Marcus Smart is reportedly disgusted with the Celtics with the fact that they've barely contacted him, um, and they've only offered him the qualifying offer of six million dollars. Now, first problem with this Marcus Smart is. He was clearly overvaluing himself. He wanted around $15 million. He probably got an agent who was like, Marcus, listen, I can get you $15 million. No doubt in my mind. Probably convinced Smart he can get $15 million. Smart doesn't remember that. He sucks on offense. That he cannot shoot for the life of him. And here's where it's smart. Him getting mad at the Celtics for only making the qualifying offer. I get it on his side and on his perspective because he wants to be wanted. But... The Celtics aren't going to outbid themselves. There's no if market yet. Why, if, if, you can pay, yeah. if you can get away with paying Marcus Smart $6 million, you do it. And stay under the luxury tax, too. If they only are able to pay Marcus Smart $6 million, they stay under the luxury tax, which would be, which is probably what they want. And, again, you're not going to outbid yourself. There's one, team in the, there's one team in the city who loves to outbid themselves, and it's the Boston Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Anthony Ramirez. Pablo Sandoval, Carl Crawford. I'm reading. I'm reading David, David Ortiz's Price. book. David Price. David Price. David Price. I'm reading. I'm reading David Ortiz's book, and he said that Carl Crawford, when he got here, he told David Ortiz, Carl Crawford got about 127 million dollars over seven years. 
huge yep. contract. He told David Ortiz, according to David Ortiz himself, that he only expected to get about 50-something million dollars. And then the Red Sox were like, yo, $127 million. I'm going to triple Crawford. down. 100 bazillion trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Carl Crawford was like, uh, okay. <laughs> where, where, where the hell do I sign? Like, <laughs> So, like, only one team in the city actually outbids themselves, and that's the Boston Red Sox. But I need to read that book. Jeez. It's a great book, man. He goes into it. Yeah, real real quick sidetrack. That David Ortiz book, he tells you so many things that you just do not know. Who wrote it? Uh, he, ooh, Michael Hawley, I believe. Good read. Then I'll, I'll definitely read it. Dude, he wrote about John Lester leaving. And I think I talked about this last week, didn't I? And it just, oh, God. And man, it broke my heart hearing that John Lester was crying because he didn't want to leave, but the Red Sox just weren't, were jerking him around. Like, that sucks, man. But, um... But yeah, Marcus Smart, like the guy's the guy's a horse. Like I love him. I love what he's done. He's an absolute workhorse. But like, and his defense, his defense is unmatched. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. It blows my mind that he's never been on an all defensive team. But he he's just not worth as much as he thinks he is. He's worth it for his defense, which is why I would give him twelve million dollars. I wouldn't give him more than that. I'd give him thirteen. And that's just, I mean, that's the extra million for me loving him. Yeah. Like, because I think he belongs on a championship team. I do. But, yeah, and that's that's the problem for his market. Like, he's talking about what he values himself as. Small market here, guys, because Eastern Conference sucks for the most part. And the West is already good. There are only so many teams that really could use Marcus Smart. Yeah. And it's a cha- it's a team who's good enough because you're not gonna you're not gonna pay that much money for a guy who can't shoot. Like if you're the Timberwolves, not good enough. If you're the Clippers, you're not gonna like if you're Doc Rivers, you're not gonna pay him. If you're the Pacers, maybe, but they just they're not gonna do that now. The um, Nets, the Nets aren't gonna do it. Like they, they're rumored the Nets talked to him at Vegas. Like no, they're not gonna. No, did him. you see the picture? They were yeah. hanging out in the bleachers. Yeah, was... people know people. Get over it, dude. This like, stupid ass fly. I can see it on Skype now too. I love it. I just um, he's fine. <laughs> oh man, look, Marcus Smart's not gonna have. That big of a network in terms of what he's where he can go. He's coming back because Danny Ainge today said that he's that Marcus Smart's still the priority, which should he should be. And Marcus Smart has said over and over again, yeah, he's disgusted, but he wants to be here. So if Danny says, you know what, go go this, you know what's happening, Nick is. Danny said, go see what you can get. Go give me the best sheet you're gonna get and bring it to me and we'll talk. That's got to be what's happening because. Yeah. Danny's gonna go. You're going, Danny knows what he's gonna get offered. It's gonna be 12, 13, 14 million. And he's gonna go. Fine, you can stay. I'll pay that. Fine. Let's go. Keep going. Let's move. Let's go to work. Why would Danny negotiate now? It's the outbidding situation. Why would he negotiate now when there's nothing else on the table? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You want to hear some hilarious news? Sorry, real quick. Yankees make home run history, breaking via Bleacher Report. 2018 Yankees now have the most home runs ever before the before the All Star break. <laughs> You're three and a half games behind, you clouds. Oh, man. I, I just love how much national media wants to pump the Yankees right now. The, Yan- the national media wants the Yankees to be ahead of the Red Sox so badly. Yep. And you know what? We'll transition now into the 2018 Red Sox. Marcus Smart, we want you back. Thanks for playing, dude. Uh, Red Sox, not getting the credit they deserve anywhere on Boston Sports Radio, anywhere on – a lot of people on Twitter, man, are all over these guys. And – what frustrates me is like the number one argument that these people have is like, oh, but they're beating the teams they should beat. 
Yeah, but they're also beating the teams and winning against teams who are pretty good. They've they're ahead in the series against Seattle. They're tied with Houston and they're losing the series against the Yankees, but I don't think that they're just automatic losses against the Yankees. I just don't. No. no. I just don't. That, you know, that's the thing with the the Red Sox right now, it's even locally they're not getting what the attention they deserve. They are literally the best team in baseball right now by record. 64 and 29. 64 and 29. Best Wednesday, July 11th. Best team in baseball. Yeah, they're playing garbage. Don't care. They're supposed to beat the garbage. Yeah, you know, the Yan- guess what? The Yankees are not beating the garbage. They just lost two games to Baltimore. Yeah. Before that, they lost the game. Who did they play before that? I'm blind. I forget. But they I've... lost another garbage team before that. Just be- I, And I get it. They have a better record against teams in the playoffs than the Red Sox do right now. Red Sox are sitting at like 500. Don't care. Because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to beat up on the bad teams and have about a 500 record against the good teams. And right now, the Red Sox are putting the recipe together for what they should be doing. I think I just credit part of the them not getting credit to baseball's lackluster in this town because the Celtics are still making news. Patriots are always in the news. The yeah, Bruins, but with Tavares, have been in the news. It's even, just the Bruins are fourth that, fiddle regardless of what we talk about. Even, even with that, though, it's just the Red Sox are getting higher TV ratings than the Celtics and the Bruins. They just, they are. So it's crazy to me that, A, people are even trying, people are even trying to say that baseball's dying in this town. It's not, it's not. And I'm, I'm with Lou Merloni on this. Once Tom Brady and the Patriots disappear and the Patriots become a mediocre football team, I guarantee you baseball will be king in this town again. I, I guarantee. Think, and I tell you that's coming sooner than people want, want to think about. Yeah. I, I was talking to people in Florida about Boston sports because they were asking about it. I was talking to them in Florida and they said that like, they know that Boston's a baseball town. Because we were talking about the Patriots, and then Always I mentioned happy. that I was like, I was like, yeah, but you know, Boston definitely is. It's a huge baseball town. They were like, oh, we know, we know, because they were, they were from New Jersey. They were like, we know, Boston is always a big Red Sox town, but the Patriots always win. I was like, yes, absolutely. They just the the Red Sox are going, or the Red Sox are king of of Boston. That's just a fact. Because no matter how much they suck, they've had a few last place seasons the past few years. People help. are still watching. Yeah, people watch. And, people and I think what helps them is they're the only team on there every night so like yeah. it helps but also you have to think about it is this town is at root a baseball town they we still have we used to have two teams here people forget the braves played here for a long time boston braves what's up and like bring the braves people, back people forget. put them in the seaport it should it'll, <laughs> it'll be amazing oh my god um people forget tickets would be a lot cheaper than going to the red sox games um the braves were the ones who were supposed to stay yeah, like the Red Sox were really close to not being in this town. We'd, be, we'd all be Braves fans right now. So it's one of those things where this town at root is a baseball town. And I think I think they're 100 percent right. It's the Tom Brady factor, the Rob Gronkowski factor. It's people don't watch these games in August, September, October when they matters, because all we're talking about is our fantasy football teams, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski and who the Patriots are going to slaughter in week two yeah. of the NFL season. Yeah. And and like going back to the Red Sox not getting enough credit, like look through the team. It's like it's like these these trolls and these motherfuckers who just sit in the shadows and then they look at this team and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, but they gotta strengthen their bullpen. Ma, they they're fourth and fifth pitchers. Who are they're not that great. They're inconsistent. Guys, like you guys are you guys are acting like the Yankees are just because it always goes back to the Yankees. They act like the Yankees are a perfect baseball team. No, the Yankees, guys, if you pay attention at all, because I know you just like to shit on the Red Sox, 
if look at the Yankees rotation. They've got two guys that they rely on, maybe just one, Luis Severino, and then everybody else is, wait for it, inconsistent. You stupid little bitches. They're inconsistent. You think you're going to – you like Sonny Gray? You think they like Sonny Gray out there? No. No, Sonny Gray stinks. CeCe Sabathia, that bastard, that big pudgy bastard who gets mad when you bunt on him because his knees hurt and he's so fat he can't get off the mound. Yeah, guess what? He's not that great either this season. It's just they look at the Red Sox, pick out their flaws, and go, you know what? This team's not that good. This team, really, they're not that good at baseball. And, like, let's be fair. Of course they have their flaws, but they're a good baseball team. What's What's sexier, New York or Boston? To me, Boston, but to the world, New York. And that is why the national media wants the Yankees to be so far ahead of the Red Sox it's not even funny. And that's because like, that's because Red Sox have always been throughout this whole rivalry. The Red Sox were always like the little brothers who would just get the shit kicked out of them by the and Yankees, could never, and could never keep up. Yeah, and the over the over in the twenty first century, the scripts flipped. The Red Sox have, been, have won three times. The Yankees have just won one time. It's just people just do not trust the Red Sox, and I get it. I don't trust them in the playoffs either because guess what? They're gonna the past two years they've blown it in the first round of the playoffs, and they've been some of the top teams in baseball. Until they get through the first round, I'm going to be skeptical too. I say, but do, you, do you trust the argument? Because I, I mean, I listen to the sports hub at home, and this was what Arkan and uh, Jones were talking about. I give Arkan the show. I put his name first. Um, look, it, it's one of those things where they're talking about how the Red Sox don't get enough credit, and it's simply because people these ratings are up. And do you, but do you believe that people are actually watching these games, or it's the grandpas and us in the world who come home fall asleep with the Red Sox game on because they're on every night? And the TV's left on. Oh, and they're not really- that no, that is such a weak argument. Because you get you have to put on the TV at seven o'clock. Nobody's going to bed at seven o'clock. Yeah, but like the ratings measure how long you're watching the game, too. It's like a longevity thing. So it's also like if you don't people fall asleep, people, don't, don't fall asleep watching the Celtics and the Bruins. Not as much. I guarantee they do. Not as much. I guarantee they do because you're you're. It's the same thing. You're sitting in the chair watching the game. You fall asleep. What's different? Yeah, there's le- you can fall asleep a lot quicker watching a baseball game if you don't die hard watch baseball. Yeah, but regardless, you're going to fall asleep. I don't care if it's a third period, third inning. You're going to fall asleep. It's just how, it's just how life works when you're old. You're I old guess. Either. I mean, I'm a baseball nut, and I think baseball's dying. I think baseball's dying, too. I just don't think it's and, dying. At and I time. know you're, you're also a baseball nut yourself. I think this country is no longer a baseball country. It's a football it's a fo- country. It's football. It's a football. NFL's country. taking over. Hands down. Now, is the football is the NFL going to be around in ten years? Probably not. But the way Roger Goodell's throwing them in the ground. But I think that if you're outside of a real baseball town, baseball's dying. And even here, baseball isn't as popular as it was two years ago, ten years ago when they won. Like it, they're they're not as popular as they were before because there are now storylines year round. I'd say now, I'd say more seven ratings. seven to ten years ago though, because past past two years the ratings have been down and they've they've came back up this season. They came up a little bit. Um, ratings aren't even close to what they were. Even in 2013, that that year, ratings were great, and yeah. they weren't supposed to be good at all. And then all of a sudden, that team came out of nowhere, and then we all kind of jumped on the bandwagon real quick and got excited because Shane Victorino, the flying Hawaiian, and Johnny Gomes figured out how to hit a baseball for like two months, <laughs> and we all loved it. But now we have Chris Sale on the mound. You have Craig Kimbrell as their closer. You have the best motherfucking hitter in baseball. 
and JD and JD Martinez, Jumbo Dog, and the you big can't Martinez. And the ratings aren't as good as when Johnny Gomes was hitting at the plate. People yeah. were anticipating Johnny Gomes is at bats more than people are anticipating JD Martinez is at bats right now, and that's the problem. Yeah, look. Just to sum it up, because we gotta we gotta end the show here. The the Red Sox aren't getting enough credit because people don't want to believe in them, and because they 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 watch the team more frequently and they see these flaws. The team is good. Like, don't say that these games that they've just won the past eight games in a row. Don't say that they don't count, because they do. Because it's baseball. It's baseball. You lose to shitty teams quite often. It happens. Look at again. Look at the Yankees. The Yankees just lost to the Orioles twice. It's just like you act. These people act like the Red Sox are doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're not supposed to be 64 and 29. You're not. But they are. And the fact that they got there is impressive in itself. Anything else? Because we're going to end the show here. I'm, I wish we could keep going, but I'm pissed. I'm fired oh, up now. No, I'm good. Let's go. Get out of here. All right. Catch Guys Sports Loose Change Podcast. A little shorter episode this week. We'll be back next week. And I don't want to guarantee a guess, but I'm going to guarantee a guess. Uh, and I'm going to guarantee a guess. I mean, when was the last time I went back-to-back weeks without one? Exactly. So, Couch Guys Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode 66 in the books. Always go to couchguysports.com. Check out our columns, column, all the articles. You get about six to eight up a day easily. Go buy clothes. Go buy merch. Go buy merch. Go to the Couch Guys Sports store. Uh, Couch Guys Sports. Go to the store tab. Click on it. Buy shit. They're great. It's great. Very comfortable. Excellent stuff. Um, and then rate, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Follow us on everything. Instagram. Instagram's fire. Twitter's fire. Loose Change Pod, at Loose Change Pod on Twitter. And then go like us on Facebook. Uh, also, we're on CLNSmedia.com. Get to give them a shout-out, too, for hosting some or all of our podcasts. All right. That's it. Loose Change Podcast, episode 66. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Thanks for listening.